Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast. Making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy, it's the Simple Programmer Podcast. Hey, what's up? John Sonmez here from simpleprogrammer.com. Just want to give a quick shout out to one of our sponsors, Tech Academy. Tech Academy is a software development boot camp which offers online or in-person training. Their program is self-paced and offers students flexible scheduling. They also offer open enrollment, which means you can start at any time. So if you're looking for a coding boot camp, I definitely recommend checking them out. So someone messaged me this, this uh, Reddit post uh, on career questions that got upvoted quite a bit. It was quite a, quite a popular post here. And uh, it's about accidentally destroying a production database. I thought, I, I thought I'd read this and give some of my feedback on this because I think this is kind of an interesting thing to happen. And uh, you know, I've been in similar situations before. I know some of you have. So the, the title was accidentally destroyed production database on first day of job and was told to leave. On top of this, I was told by the CTO that they need to get legal involved. How screwed am I? One, one note of curiosity here that I just find interesting, you know, because I, I have to analyze everything here, is that the person who wrote this, when they, when they use the word I in their, in their question here that they, you know, they posted to Reddit, they use a lowercase i in both cases there. So attention to detail may not be so high in this person. Uh, you know, <laughs> again, this might seem a little bit weird that I'm nitpicking here, but this gives me a lot of hints about a person when I look at their attention to detail. So I'm, I use that as a filter when I'm reading the story to, to judge the credibility of what this person's saying and whether they are an idiot who's responsible for this or not. Not saying that they are, but I'm just saying that this is, you know, people do look at this stuff, guys. So, so just so you know, when you dash off an email to someone or send a message someone, make sure that you look at the punctuation and capitalization and how you structure a sentence because people will immediately judge you based on that and then judge what, what else is going to come from you or what your actual content is after they judge the package in which it comes from. Is this, is this a shocker? Is this a shocker that people judge a book by its cover? It shouldn't be. So I didn't invent this. I didn't invent the world. It's, it's what I do. It's what you do. We all do it. So j just so you know. All right. So he says here, today was my first day on the job as a junior software developer and I was uh, and was my first non-internship position after university. Unfortunately, I screwed up badly. I was basically given a document detailing how to set up my local development environment which involves running a small script to create my own personal DB instance from some test data. After running the command, I was supposed to copy the database URL slash password slash username, output it by the command, uh, and configure my dev environment to point to that database. Uh, unfortunately, instead of copying the values outputted by the tool, I instead, for whatever reason, used the values in the, the document had. Unfortunately, apparently those values were actually for the production database. <laughs> Why are they documented in the dev setup guide? I have no idea. Then from my understanding uh, that the tests add fake data and clear existing data <laughs> between test runs, which basically cleared out all the data from the production database. Honestly, I had no idea what I did and it wasn't uh, until about 30 or so minutes after uh, did someone actually figure out and realize what I did. 
While what I had done was sinking in, the CTO told me to leave and never come back. He also informed me that apparently legal would need to get involved due to the severity of the data loss. I basically offered and pleaded uh, to let me help in some way to redeem myself and I was told that I completely fucked everything up. So I left, I kept an eye on Slack, and from what I can tell, the backups were not restoring and it seemed like the entire dev team was on full panic mode. I sent a Slack message to our CTO explaining my screw up, only to have my Slack account immediately disabled not long after sending the message. I haven't heard from HR or anything and I'm panicking the high heavens. I just moved across the country for this job. Is there anything I can even remotely do to redeem myself in this situation? Can I possibly be sued for this? Should I contact HR? directly, I'm really confused and terrified. So let me get to this here. Okay, so there's a few things I would say about this particular situation. Well, first of all, where does the fault lie? Ultimately, I think the primary fault would lie in in the, the company, the CTO, uh, whoever put the production username and password into the dev setup guide. That just doesn't make any sense. That's that's totally the fault of the company, not the fault of this employee. It doesn't it doesn't make sense to to burden him with that fault when you know if you put your production username and password into a developer guide, if you even give it to a junior developer or you give to developers at all, you're responsible for giving out those keys, right? If you give out a key to someone, you're responsible for where, where you give out that key. And I'll stand by that. I don't think that developers should have production access uh, for reasons like this, for liability reasons, and just because it doesn't make sense because you shouldn't, as a developer, there's a couple things. One, you shouldn't need to access production data to do your job. And two, it's a huge liability. I mean, customer data, maybe sensitive information, social security numbers, HIPAA compliance stuff, medical records, right, addresses, billing information, all that kind of data from your customers, right, you know, who knows what, what's in there, your, your developers shouldn't have access to it. I mean, what, what happens if your developer is disgruntled and decides to leave the company, or your developer decides to sell that data, or do something nasty with that data, or he finds his ex-girlfriend data in there, right? It just, it's just a bad liability thing. And so, that, so just from a liability perspective. And second, if you have your production database set up in your development environment and the way that you are, are creating your software set up in such a way that your, your developers need access to production data. If you don't have good valid test data that they can use and, and recreate problems from or, or some way to scrub production data to make it real production data to pull it down if they actually have to have access to the the actual production database. What's up guys, John Sonmez here from simpleprogrammer.com and I want to tell you about my free blogging course that you can sign up for at simpleprogrammer.com forward slash pblog. Now this free blogging course is going to tell you how to create a blog to boost your career. It's something that you definitely don't want to miss. Thousands of developers have already gone through the course, the free course that you're going to get by email and have learned how to create a blog to boost their career, to make more money and even to grow their own side business. It's something that every single developer should do, especially if you're a web developer, you should have your own blog. I'm gonna show you exactly how to do it, how to be successful, how to get traffic, everything that you need to know about creating a blog and even making money from it. Just go to simpleprogrammer.com forward slash pblog to sign up now. Once again, it's simpleprogrammer.com forward slash pblog. 
right, then you're doing something wrong. There's really no reason why a developer, under 99.9% under .9 of circumstances, I'm not saying that there's not some outlying reason why you might eventually give a developer some access to production data, but for the most part, in 99.9% .9 of, of the cases, they should not have access nor should they need it, right? They, it, it just doesn't make sense. If, if you have it so that developers need access to production data to do their job, you've got a different problem. You need to solve that problem and figure out a better system, a better way, right? And, and you know, there's tons of solutions for this. I've been in environments where, where we've needed access to production data, and I've come up with various utilities to take a script and to take production data and to take that data and scrub that data set and then create a copy of the production data that was available on another server and if you needed to debug an issue that, that involved that data or the, the real data, you could do that. And even if you did need the exact production data, you could at least get a copy of it. But there's there's really no reason why I, as a developer, would need to go in to a production database directly to, to look at stuff. I should be looking at a copy of it. I should be right. I should not have right access to a production database. So that's that's the first thing I would say about this whole situation is that it's definitely the company's fault in that case and the CTO's fault, right? Uh, the the second thing though that I will say here is that for for the junior developer that did make this mess up okay he made a mess up right now I, I already assigned plenty of blame to the company right I'm, I'm not excusing the company but at the same time we have to have ownership for our own mistakes right so did he clearly mess up did he not follow the directions was he not paying attention to detail and see remember I, I said earlier that I noticed just from the way that he typed his message that there was a, a lack of attention to detail so you know I don't know this person I, I, I don't know what what they, what they were thinking but we all make mistakes I've made ton of ton of mistakes I, I I've done this almost this very thing. I've I've dropped production database tables. Okay, I've written to production databases when I shouldn't have. Okay, and 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 I've I've felt the pain <laughs> of of doing that kind of stuff, but. I was still ultimately responsible. And so, you know, and I don't know if this person is trying to escape responsibility. I think they're just trying to recover from the situation, but he did screw up, right? I think there's a lot of people that would say, oh, it's not his fault at all. It's totally not his fault. Well, it is, it is to, to some degree, right? The company has some amount of the responsibility, probably the largest amount, but if you screw up, you have to take responsibility for that. You can't point the finger and say, oh, well, you know, they shouldn't have had this in, in the document. It, it may be true, but ultimately, you didn't follow the directions and you goofed. You made a mistake and now you got to pay for that mistake, right? And that's one of the things that I think is, is really just a, you know, a good, valuable lesson here is that sometimes shit's going to happen and it's not going to feel like it's your fault, but it is your fault. It's going to be a simple mistake that you make, but it's going to have astronomical consequences. And, you know, you can try to absolve yourself from those consequences by saying, hey, it wasn't my fault or how could I have known? But ultimately, sometimes stuff is just going to happen and you're just going to have to accept those consequences. So in this case, I don't think there's much that this, this gentleman can do to redeem himself with the company. The CTOs told him to, that he's fucked everything up, told him to get lost and never come back. That's fine. I, I think that that's just, I mean, it sucks that he moved across the country. It sucks that he, he chose to work for such a shitty company, which again, you know, whose fault is that? The company's shitty, but did he interview at this company? Did he check them out? You know, did, did, he, did he do his due diligence? It probably would have been worth it 
to do a little bit more investigation, and this is a good learning, uh, you know, a, a good learning opportunity, okay, from both the, you know, the, how dangerous it is to, whenever you mess with any kind of database, to make sure that you're doing it exactly, but also to vet a company really well before you go to work for a company, because you could end up in this situation, right? I mean, th think about it. I think a lot of times people just take it for granted that they're gonna get a job, and when they get the job, everything's gonna be okay, but you need a backup plan. I mean, if you're gonna move across the country for a job, uh, you know, I, I've, I've been in situations, or I know people definitely who've been in situations where they've moved for a job, and then, you know, two weeks later, there was layoffs, and they, they ended up losing that job, or that job wasn't even available by the time that they moved there, they're, you know, changing the, the, the policy of the company, or the direction, so, Stuff like that could happen. You gotta have a plan. You gotta have a backup for that and realize that that could happen. So, interesting situation, you know, to say the least. But I would I would say that you know the blame squarely, primarily falls on the company. You know, stupid. Like I said, this is a good reason to remember to protect your production database and not to give people access to it that don't need it. Besides the liability reasons, and then and then secondly, you know, as as a person, as a developer. You're responsible for your actions. Sometimes there's going to be a uh, a very large negative impact for a very small mistake. I mean, it happens, right? I mean, if you are if you are an airline pilot and you make a small mistake, it could have very catastrophic uh, consequences. So just understand that sometimes you may have a very very large penalty for what you perceive as a very very small mistake, and that's just how life is. So like like you know you you can't escape that in a lot of cases but uh, but you should you should know before you work for someone vet them out make sure that they're the kind of company that you want to work for and the kind of people you want to work for because uh, you know you could end up in this situation as far as the legal can they can they sue this developer or not I don't know. I honestly don't know. I can't give. I'm not going to give legal advice or anything. But I, I would say he's probably in the safe. I, I, I wouldn't be too worried about that. But uh, you know, that's. I, I, I suppose that's certainly a possibility. It depends on on what the the law is there. But I, I would think that it would be pretty hard to. Um, <laughs> To, to sue someone that you've hired and you've given them instructions and you know and your instructions were, were kind of shitty you gave them access to the the production database and they didn't intentionally uh, you know delete it if you had intentionally deleted it that'd be a totally different thing but you know making it making a mistake as an employee uh, I think I think the the agency there says that that the employer is responsible I could be wrong I don't know I, I have no idea on the legal side of it but Interesting story, interesting case. Uh, let me know what do you what do you think about this, and have you ever done this? Have you ever deleted a production database? I know I have. Like I said, uh, what, what what would you do as the employer if if this happened? You know, have you had someone do this to you? Uh, so. And there you go. All right. If you like this video, if you haven't subscribed already, click that subscribe button, and I will talk to you next time. Take care.